Hi, I'm Bill Gaither, and welcome to More Than the Music, a podcast where you can join me for conversations with some of the most interesting people I know. Each episode features a special guest who has inspired me in some way during my 50 years in the music industry. You'll meet incredible artists, writers, and comedians, sports figures, and other folks I'm grateful to call my friends. Join me now for this week's episode of More Than the Music. It's going to be good. I am now recording. So, okay. Yeah, Bill, do you remember when I sat on a plane one day and explained to you what a website was? What a new generation's going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I sat on that plane, uh, literally was trying to explain to you why a website was so important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now here we are. You've got over a million followers on YouTube. And I've got about 50-something, maybe 60,000, I don't know. People, I'm the one who explained to him what a website <laughs> was. And now this 87-year-old man on, has on, on, on. a 1.1 or 2 million. I want all of y'all listening to this podcast, go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe. <laughs> Crazy. Bill, turn. you're amazing. I mean, it's amazing because you really have no idea. you got good people around you you know uh this is this has been a real interesting time for me yesterday morning in this same studio gloria came in first of all they told me i forget six months ago you need you need to do a podcast to which i said what's a podcast right <laughs> and they said well oh we what you do is come in and be you and talk to your friends and i was thinking yesterday Gloria came in here, and just an hour before, we were doing the same thing in our kitchen over a cup of coffee, just talking about stuff, you know. Right. And I said, man, there was a day and time where we had to get dressed up and get makeup on and get our hair fixed. And and somebody says, one, two, three, four, and count down, and then we had to do it over, over and over again. Now, all, all I got to do is take a cup of coffee and do what I do just for the fun of it every morning. And, talk and if you didn't care what you looked like, you could even add video to that. See, that's what I've done every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central, Mondays with Mark. Tune in, everybody. No, seriously. If, if you don't care what you look like, you could do video. See, the problem is you and Gloria care. Yeah. See, I never cared. Yeah. I well, just brush my hair back and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, and don't forget to put in a mint. Oh, yes, always. <laughs> you know, um, uh, when I think about you, I always uh, think about two or three things that 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 usually come up and you were right uh as far as technology is concerned you've always been interested in gadgets and buttons you always seemingly had you, you had one of the first cell phones and you were explaining to me <laughs> how you didn't have to plug it into the wall <laughs> you know? yeah oh yeah so and was, and i couldn't wait for laptops to come out you know i wrote mary did you know on a computer huh I wrote the lyric on the computer because I wrote everything on my Mac Macintosh back in the day. 
I had one of the first ones in 1984. I know. Every time we would get on a bus on a weekend, you had the new, the newest gadget that uh, – who was putting those out? Was that Apple or who? who? Apple, yes. Anything I've, ne- I've never had anything but Apple products because they're the easiest. You, you don't have to worry – you don't have to learn how to run a computer. You just open it up and start going. You would love it if you'd ever get into it. But I, I, I still use Apple products. Boy, it's amazing. Well, uh, you know, stuff like, Bill, you've got to move into this next century. And, and you know that... <laughs> well, you've had so many centuries you've had to move into through the years. <laughs> You're probably tired. It's been a while since we've been together, but I remember, last time, <laughs> I remember the last time we were talking, you said, Bill, the next time I'm on the stage with you, you need to ask me, Mark, uh, have you ever thought about getting married? And you were going to say what? I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to do it now that I'm 61, because till death do us part is not such a big commitment. <laughs> <laughs> that's, now, to me, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, that, that, and I also, want, I also want you to say, Mark, are you paying attention to me? I'll say, you're going to have to talk louder than the voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people have always said, did you plan that stuff? Some of it we did. You know, yeah. some of it we did plan. But I'm serious, a lot of it, a lot of it was spontaneous. Now, it might be spontaneous the first night, but it, but if it worked, we kind of made a little note, say, hey, that spontaneous thing needs to be spontaneous for another two or three months, you know. so Right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I remember that. I remember if, if something got a big laugh, I had better remember because you're going to set it up like that again tomorrow night. And most of the time, know. and most of the times, you would have forgotten what you said. I forgot because I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I was telling Voctive, I went to see Voctive yesterday, and we had lunch. And I was telling them, I said, Bill just always left my mic open because yeah. if you don't have your mic open, I mean, comedy humor is so if it's not instantaneous, like if you miss the second. If you're late with it a second, like if the sound man has to turn your mic up, yeah. well, it's too late. Yeah, you can't repeat it, uh, or, or you can repeat it, but it, it, it's it's not as funny the second time. Or mm-hmm. uh, you know, a good a good comeback would be say, Bill, it wasn't funny the first time, and it's not really funny the second time. <laughs> it didn't get any more funny. Yeah, <laughs> anymore. You know. People have said, okay, talk to me about the humor thing. Why is that so important uh, to you in your presentation of the gospel? Hey, wait a minute. My phone just went off. Wait a minute. Yeah. I thought we had background music for that serious question. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I got to turn it. Uh, that's bad. <laughs> hey, hey, bad. Here comes Gloria. Okay. Swing it, Gloria. Okay, now don't. Uh, ba, da, da, ba, da. And and Jeff, do not edit out my uh, bad to the bone ring uh, ringtone. <laughs> so people people now know what my ring uh, tone is. I know yours is bad to the bone, and mine is the Andy Griffith theme song. <laughs> Now, where was I before then? It was brilliant. Oh, about humor, how humor is important, or why is it important? Yeah, yeah. 
And to me, when, when I say humor, humor, I don't mean a planned a joke kind of thing, although some of them are. But, but what I mean is just look at you. Humor is all around you. And trust me, some of the most funny things have happened in the church. And you know why? It's because that's where you're supposed to be serious. And everybody's right. as serious as, as they could be. And they know something funny is going to come up when they recognize it, even if it's a mouse crawling across the floor. Or funerals. Funerals. Yeah. I love to laugh at funerals. And you're not supposed to. Yeah. But it's hard not to. Dottie Rambo. Dusty Wells said you could never go to a funeral with Dottie because she loved to just act like a fool at funerals. And for some reason, it's just like when the it's it breaks the... What does it do? It takes the air out of the room. It releases tension. The tension. Uh, the tension's the main thing, I think. It, uh, it because you're dealing with a very serious thing. Death is a very, very serious thing. But to uh, but to God, if we believe what we say, we believe. Yes, it's serious. But it's our ticket out of here, you know. But and, it's also temporary. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 and so. I mean, anything uh, uh, anything to help that. And at funerals, it seems like every time somebody is over-exaggerating some spirituality. i never forget, my dad and I went to a funeral of a relative, and, and I, I got to be very careful in saying all of this so people won't know, think, think oh, I know who he's talking about. Oh, don't but, worry. Nobody will hear your yeah, podcast. But it— <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy, but it, but but it was, it was one of those deals where the preacher was over spiritualizing this person, and you know what? He was a wonderful human being. He had right. so many good qualities, but he didn't get up every morning. Well, remember what JD said? Yeah. Well, well, let me finish with this. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, I I mean that wasn't all of his life, and so right. we so we got in so we got in the car. My dad and I were at the funeral, and my dad was so kind, so quiet, and listened to all of it. But he and I both knew the guy and knew the wonderful, beautiful qualities of the guy. But but this preacher was overdoing it. And so when he got in the car, my dad broke the silence and find, on our way to the cemetery, and, and dad said, Boy, he was kind of laying on thick there, wasn't he? And I said, yeah, yeah, he was, Dad. And then Dad waited a little bit and said, you know what? If you haven't done it by then, it's about too late, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that true? I mean, it yeah. just, I, 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 so that is, you say, why humor? Why humor? It's because... God made us this way, and and to be anything else does that mean we're light, uh, and and we have no depth? I don't think anybody who'd hang around for me very long would accuse me of not having depth. I think so. In fact, when when I taught in the public school, I think some of the deepest kids that I had were kids who had a great great sense of humor, and when they, and I think it's also true with the. Uh, with the uh, with the public uh, uh, humorous, take a Robin Williams. I mean, he was funny as could be, but also had an extremely very deep deep side of him. So, right. uh, so I don't think they're antithesis. 
I think no. you show me a person with good humor, and I'll show you a person probably when you had the chance to get to know him. Uh, probably would have a tear in his eye when you talked about something uh, of depth or something important. So, right now, if you have any more things to add, that's any more brilliant than what I've just said to that subject. <laughs> no, I'm sure glad I could call and uh, hear you interview yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I really wanted to do today. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Bill, you're you're a ticket. I tell you what, uh, you what the two. No, of I think the, you, the, you're the, right. The two of us. Are, the two of us are having a good time. I'm oh, not. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a majority, but at least two of us. Well, that's what I love about podcasts and my show on Monday nights. I tell everybody this isn't NBC. We can take as long as we want, and nobody's watching anyway. So let's have fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark. Uh, what do you mean? I love this, and I quote you and uh, give you credit. Most of the time, I <laughs> I say, but 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 if I, I love your phrase. I know when I'm hearing from home. I think that's a, a great phrase, and I and I think you've put that. Have you put that in a song? Right. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, Reba and Donnie and I wrote that, but uh, I've said it forever, just because. It dawned on me one day that you can hear, you know, Paul asked, the Apostle Paul asked, can good water and bad water come out of the same fountain? And I think he was trying to get the answer that that it's no, but I think the answer is yes, because I've heard it. I've heard stuff come out of my mouth that was not good water, you know, not not anything eternal in it. And then I've heard me say things that I was even surprised by because I was blessed by it. And knew that I was hearing from home from my own self. I've heard sermons. I was flipping through the channels one day, heard this TV preacher that I didn't really care for, but I was arrested because he was digging in those scriptures, and I was hearing him say things, and I knew I was hearing from home, from someone that I didn't even care for. I know when my, in my spirit when I'm hearing from home. We all came from Eden. We all remember Eden, even if we don't think we do. And we're all trying to get back there. But the good news is we're going not back to Eden, but to the New Jerusalem. But it's that that smell of home, that hint of home. You can hear a song. You can hear a, sm- a smell. Uh, you can smell an aroma, and it'll bring back a memory. And I think it's the truth, uh, same with some of these songs that I catch myself singing. Like I was singing uh, this one the other day that, uh, that y'all wrote, uh, I believe that the Christ who was slain on the cross. And I just started singing that to myself. And I, I mean, I got chills. I started reaffirming my faith. And it was just me there. I was edifying myself, I guess. <laughs> but it, it's, 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 and yet I know, I think, you know, I could be wrong because I am a recovering fundamentalist. <laughs> but I think that I know. When I'm hearing truth, and the Bible even says that, and it says you have no need that any man teach you. You have the Spirit of Christ living in you that will lead you into all truth. And you can trust the Spirit of God to lead you into all truth, I think. So that's what's hearing from home to me. You know, um, and, uh, and for you, I mean, I mean, it, 
is what some might call a measuring stick. We all back up to something. And even though that's something that we back up to, maybe constantly, uh, uh, I don't mean to, uh, I don't want to use the word changing, but it's, it, 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 I, I mean, Apostle Paul says, daily renew your mind, daily right. renew your mind. So, but rather than changing, let's use the word growing. I mean, I, I, I mean that thing that we're backing up to. I, you know, the thing the, 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 there were some absolutes that I backed up to twenty, thirty years. You know, I've grown from that, and I will give a politician room when he says, "You know what? When I was thirty-five, I, you know, I, you know, I, I seriously believe that. Yes, I said that. I said that." But since then, I have grown and I've learned. And, the, and, and, and from a scriptural perspective, even a Christian perspective, uh, it's changed my attitude about, uh, about that. So when you say you're hearing from home, it might say to some people, hey, this guy is plugged in to something that I need to plug in to accept hearing from home for that person might not be the same, you know, the same for you. For me... Home and hearing from home needs to be acceptance. That needs to be in there. Growth, the, po oh, yeah. the possibility for growth has to be hearing from home. Uh, the actually living out in honor, preferring one another, and the respect for the other human being. Let me tell you something. In our little town... This last week, we had a bank robbery, and it's a small old town, and I think the person got about $2,300, $2,300. In Alexandria, Indiana, it was like the Old West. So we, we had a guy came in and had, uh, it wasn't a mask, but he had a sock cap on and sunglasses and uh, asked for money, and they caught him the next day or so. He would just live two or three blocks. And in the paper this morning, it said, so why did you do this? And he said, because they shut off my water and my heating. And can I tell you something? I teared up. Wow. I, I went. I, I ache for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I kind of wish he'd have called me. You know, I, I just know, said. I know, you I know. know. You know. You I, think if I had known, if I had known, I would have. I mean, it wouldn't hurt you to pay that or me, you know, but how do you know? How do you find these things out before they go and destroy their lives? You know, he, I mean, he just, he, he committed a robbery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. He, uh, he had a gun. I mean, he, mm. uh, but, 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 but. That's my, a desperate my, man. Yeah, yeah. My reaction to it when I read the story was, you know, Gloria and I, I mean, if there's a need around us. I mean, we're, we're going to figure out, is, is there some way? Because the great thing about being blessed and abundantly blessed in all kind of ways is the joy that you get from giving. Right. And uh, Oh, yeah. Well, it also, when it says it's more blessed to give than receive, wouldn't you rather be on the giving end than the receiving end? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not comfortable when people give to me. Are you? No, but can I tell you something? I'm learning how to say thank you. Well, yes, of I, course. I, 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 but I, still, I, I'm not comfortable. Yeah, I just went out and 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 had soup today at noon 
with my high school buddy that I've known now ever since uh, you know we were in grade school, uh, Beardy, you know him, and uh, and he's in some bad health, and and we got right paid. He said, "No, I got money for this, and I want to pay for it." You know, and there was a day and time where I said, "No, no, no, I got to pay for it." And you know what? I I just looked at him and I said, "Ron, thank you. That's kind of you." Thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, sure. so so I'm so I'm also learning how to say thank you, but home. How to I, receive. Yeah. Uh, home, I know when I'm hearing from home because home is a place where they accept me just like I am. Home is a place where I can grow. Home is a place where you you genuinely respect the person and you don't put a label on them. You don't put bad, bad, bad names on them, and and when and when that feeling comes, you say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I know what that is." Yeah. And I like well, it, it may not be the same for everybody. Hearing from home, <clears throat> I mean, you know, some people didn't have a wonderful home life like you and I had, yeah. you know, and it may not have the same sweet memories. But I mean, it wasn't all peaches and cream either. We had a switch. Mama grew a switch tree when I was born. She knew trouble was on its way, mm-hmm. and she grew a tree that literally grew switches. Yeah. And she'd have us go out and get her own switch. <clears throat> so that wasn't all fun, but but I'm thankful for it. For the most part, it was just it was a. I don't know. All the memories I have are good ones. Don't you have good ones? I know I've heard you talk about your raising up years and up in that. Having that radio station at at the farm and yeah. you know out of your bedroom yeah. pretending you had a radio station. It sounds like it, they ought to make a Hallmark movie about it. <laughs> I used to broad. <laughs> I, it's four o'clock every afternoon. I said, "Welcome the gospel, <laughs> hello world. Welcome to gospel quartet time." And the only, only people who heard it were the cows and the pigs yeah. and and the animals outside because I had a little loud speaker and I'd open the window. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'd open the window. You know something else I did? I booked my. I was booking my group back then, so I was always a manager. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You were a little kid. Yes, and you were pretending you were booking your group, or you were. What do you mean? I was pretending Tuesday night yeah. will be in Kokomo, Indiana. Wednesday night <laughs> will will be in Wabash. <laughs> and you'd you'd make the announcements of where all you're going. That is unbelievable. Yeah, and I say, hey, all you folks at Wabash. Be sure you turn out tomorrow night. We're going to be. <laughs> Man, were you, oh, you were just predestined. Yeah. If, if, you, if you like this little 30-minute television program, you're going to love the yeah. entire home link. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, uh, Mark, remember on the bus after we had done the done that first video and the second video, we would have what they call a line cut before we did the edit. Uh-huh. And, and we'd always bring it on. It'd be three or four or five hours on the bus. I can rem- I remember you lying there on the front couch there and this, uh, all up on the front part of the bus and watching that, what we call a line cuff, uh, mm. a line cut, just a rough mix and saying, mm-hmm. something's going on here and it's good. Mm. It's yeah. good. And it kept your attention, which is pretty oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they still do, you know. And uh, you know what? I'll, just This just popped in my head. These videos have had such a legacy of people going home. I mean, they played them while they're crossing the river, you know, to yep. pass yep. away. Yep. 
a lot of them because they bring such peace. Those songs do, and I don't, I, you know, and I, you know, I know I'm the old guy now, but the new songs I don't get. But maybe I'm not giving them a, uh, a good enough chance. But I mean, you, it's just hard to beat "Blessed Assurance," "Jesus Is Mine," and all those hymns we grew up with, and then you came along and. All those songs, I grew up with those too. So maybe, hopefully, there are some great songs getting through that I'm not aware of that young people are latching onto, and they will be for them what those songs were for me. Oh, uh, you know, uh, and that will happen. You know, the thing that happened when we were kids, we we remembered the uh, uh, My Sin, Oh, the Bliss of this mm. glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear mm. it no more. Praise it. I mean, we, we remember those, but at the same time, there were a bunch of dumb ones that were being written, and they died. Yes, thank God. <laughs> they, they just died a natural death. and uh, Yeah, you can go in the hymnal and look at them. They're yeah. in there still. Yeah. You know, because they, they, they died, but no, you can't kind of... You can't cut them out of the hymnal, I don't guess. Yeah. But, you know, Fanny Crosby, what what I heard, she wrote 6,000 songs, and about eight of them have survived. Yep. And that's always been the uh, that's always been the case, and 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 then we get very spiritual about about you know remember those days, uh, and we do the same thing about about TV shows. You've got the Andy Griffin uh, uh, thing on Griffith. your uh, uh, Griffith Griffith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hush up. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> you know what that means, bless your heart, don't you? I know. <laughs> He's not real bright, but <laughs> but bless him anyway, you know. Uh-huh. Where were we? Oh. oh, oh, the Andy Griffin thing. Yeah. And we said, boy, we really miss great shows like the Andy Griffin show. You know that same year, there were a hundred other sitcoms that died of a natural death that nobody wow. even knows. They can't even remember their name. That's what we do, I want to go back to something you said earlier, uh, that, that, that maybe some bad things happened uh, when you were growing up, but we tend to remember the good things. Now, the psychologist probably could argue with us on this, but I really think... For me, now I'm in, in my 80s, your mind has a way of just weeding out any of the negatives because I just seem to remember, you know, you know the good things. I can, yeah. I can remember growing up and hearing the Statesman of Blackwoods and probably some other groups too, but I, I can remember how kind Jake Hess was to a freshman in high school. Yes, you know. Now maybe somebody else went up to one of the uh, artists and they d- wouldn't give him a time of day, you know. I, and maybe that happened to me, but I remember Jake. You yeah, know? and I remember just a little, you know, just a little deed of, deed of kindness. So, yeah. In fact, Bob McKenzie one time on that first video or two said, "God bless your selective memory, Bill." <laughs> That's true. And I'm thankful that I have that, too, because I really, I was telling Gloria, I said, you know, it seems like uh, the things that I used to get so upset with my mom about are now I see them in me, that I'm doing them, like uh, giving advice where it's not needed or wanted, that type of thing. 
And uh, my mom did that a lot. But now I don't remember that so much. I remember the good about it. I remember singing with her. I remember when she got dementia, she got sweeter, where a lot of people get meaner. Yeah. She got sweeter. And um, and Gloria said to me, she said, that's sort of like when you go to heaven, all the all the the fluff, the stuff that shouldn't go with you is gonna fall away. Yeah. Just like your memory of those those bad memories that over time they just for me they have. I hope it's for everybody, but yeah. they just seem to fall away. And the good memories become exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If that's not the real world, then I'll take it anyway. You know, I, I, right. because because uh, you know the real, you know, and you mentioned stuff like that, and you mentioned Gloria, and she wrote lyrics like, "I repent for moments I have spent recalling all the pain and the failures of my past. I repent for dwelling on the things beyond my power to change, the chains that held me fast." And the second verse I really love. I give up the bitterness and hate and blaming men and fate for all my discontent, the guilt and pain I empty from my cup so God can fill it up with peace and sweet content. Now, that's, that's cool. That's good theology, and that's good psychology. Get on with yeah. it. Get it in the past. Don't, yeah. Uh, don't keep chewing on the gristle. Uh, go to the real meat. <laughs> right. And if you need medication to help you get there, get the medication. Yes. And do what the doctor says. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we live in a day where God has blessed us with good doctors. And and if I know people who love the Lord, but their brain doesn't connect the dots like it should. And with just a little help, and, I, you know, it used to be embarrassing to take medication, but it's not in these days, you know. Yeah. Well, to, you, uh, you take, you know, I told somebody who said, uh, I think it was maybe Shonda, someone was saying, um, oh, maybe it was Shonda who said it. She said, uh, someone was saying, uh, you shouldn't take your medication for your whatever, your brain or whatever, your uh, anxiety medication. And she said, well, then why don't you skip your next heart surgery? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. because it's the same, and you know, and and I thank God there's help because you know people who have never dealt with the depression, they they just don't understand it. But depression is like a cloud; it just comes in, and you had nothing to do with it. It just came in from the outside. So if that is the case, and if you know, and uh, and. Uh, and if, if there is help, you know, it's amazing to me, you know how much I love the old singing convention songs. So many of those songs were songs of encouragement, of simply saying, farther along, well, no, cheer up, my brother, live in the sunshine. Yes. Songs like, look on the brighter side, shadows will be, and a lot of those songs were written during the Depression when times were, mm. you know, were really, really tough. But... You got to give them credit. Give the world a smile each day, helping someone online. That seemed yeah. like simple, simple stuff, but you ought to try it before you get down on it. Right. And also, people like me and you who don't, haven't dealt with depression as much as some who really, really deal with it sure. can just pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and look around and say, look what we've got to be grateful for. 
But uh, there are people out there who need a little help. And fortunately, you and I, and most of the people out there don't deal with that like that. But boy, for those who do, it, it just saying, turn, turn it over to the Lord is not enough. You've got to get help. Yep. More Than the Music is sponsored by the folks at the Game Show Network. You know, these days, it seems like every time you turn on the television, there's something that makes you want to shout back at the screen. Well, at the Game Show Network, that's the whole point, but in a good way. They're dedicated to creating family-friendly play-along and laugh-along games that will have the whole family getting in on the competition. Whether you're watching their classic games in the morning or their block of all the original shows from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. It's a great way to bring everyone together in one place and on one screen. If you're looking for entertainment that the whole family can enjoy together, the answer is the Game Show Network. Another Mark Lowry quote that I love is, uh, take the high road and watch your next line. There's less traffic. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I used that line today. I was with Voctiv. Oh, yesterday, I should say. I was had lunch with Voctiv, and, and that line came up. And it is. It's a lot less traffic up there, you know. And it's so easy to take. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, we, used to, <clears throat> we used to call that a cheap shot, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to get applause from a crowd, just you know, just say a line. Uh, you know, that's a cheap shot. I'll never forget uh, when we first had drums and horns and and guitars, because all we had was piano and organ on stage. And when we brought that in, there was resistance to that, you know, and all right. these young kids doing that. And I would make a. Uh, you know, I would, uh, one of the things I would do, and this is what I call a cheap shot. And I, afterwards, I didn't know it was the time. Aren't you glad these kids are here tonight beating their drums for the Lord and playing in some nightclub somewhere? And everybody oh, clap. And, and, yeah. and, and I th- and, and, and uh, I thought that's a nice little way to, uh, to make church folks accept another instrument besides yeah. a piano organ. I thought I was doing a good yeah. thing. But, you know, in the 70s, that was building a bridge, so to speak. Yep. You know. I mean, I'm talking about what you were saying. You wouldn't say that now, but at that time, it's very important. that seems appropriate, actually. Well, and it seemed appropriate until I got into my dentist chair and uh, who's a good, good, uh, a good, a good, good Christian man? And I said, uh, uh, he said, "Is that your program the other night in Indianapolis?" And I said, "Well, thanks. Did you enjoy it?" He said, "Yeah, I did." And uh, so we got talking. I said, "Oh, by the way, your son, how, how's he doing in music?" And he reluctantly said, "Is is, is he playing anywhere?" And he reluctantly said, "Well, he's he's playing at um." And a nightclub down in Naps. That's it's all I could get right at the time, you know. Oh. And the Lord spoke to me and said, oh. <laughs> "That's a cheap shot. That's taking oh. the that's taking the low road. Yes. Take the high road." Wow! Take, wow! You know, take the high. That but, hurts your heart, doesn't it? It really does. And you know what? Words are important, 
And we yes. better be careful before we let them out of their mouth, uh, you know, out of our mouth. The other thing that I love about you, Mark Lowry, and I could, the list would go on and on and on. And oh. But, but you, now maybe this wasn't an early Mark, but it, it at least is the Mark that I know, but you have run away from gossip faster than than about anybody I've ever seen. If if you're in a circle and somebody is is saying, have you heard, you're you don't get up and run away, but you pretty quickly close it down. Talk to me about gossip. Well, you know, it hurts. It does. I've been the victim of it yeah. and you have too. And and also since I stopped doing it, you know, and I made a just a, a, a little, you know, I didn't do it that much, but I would, you know, listen to whatever was going around. And um, is that it, I, I, you feel cleaner. I always felt dirty after I've done that. You know, I don't feel quite clean anymore. And uh, now what I do when someone says, have you heard about so-and-so? I say, no, but next time I see them, I'll tell them you asked. <laughs> and they never gossip to me again, ever. <laughs> so that ends it right there. Yeah. But um, I just, I just like, I love good gossip. Like when I and I, what I call it, because it satisfies my need to gossip. If you're a gossip, you you got a need to do it. I mean, you got a desire yeah. to do it. So start spreading good gossip. Like for instance, whenever I hear Bill say something good about somebody, one of these other artists, I yeah. would always run and go tell him. Yeah. Because I knew Bill wouldn't. I mean, I, I love you and all, and you're you, and you are good about complimenting all of us when you think about it. But, but you I, don't always I, think about it when you're in the presence yeah, of the know, person who should be hearing it. Yeah, yeah. So I would always run to him and say, you know what Bill said about you? Yeah. And tell him, you know, and I love that. Boy, what a wonderful approach because the other, who wins? I mean, you know, you only have so much energy when you get up in the morning. And and, and and we all should put a line and say, this is a positive column, this is a negative column. Now, are there times that you have to deal with negatives? Yes. If it's being hurtful to the body, you've got to, you've, you've got to say, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee, okay? Right. <laughs> and, and I need to talk to you about this one. This is hurtful. And, and you know, and, 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 we, and we need, and you need, uh, to do something about it, because I don't think it's in your best interest in the long run, and uh, it's hurtful to the body. Yeah. And and when I say body, I'm talking about the broader body, not just your body, but to the body of of of, of the family of God. And right. uh, I've always loved your approach to that. I. Uh, and and I I think because people will ask me, how's Mark on the bus? Is he crazy? I said, you know what? I don't think you'd want to. He's hang- tired. He's tired <laughs> on the bus. You know, and on the bus is when we talk about real things and about real people. Somebody who was at the concert that night. The other night we were in Orlando, and I still got this picture uh, uh, in my brain. It's a young couple, uh, looked like maybe in their late 20s, a beautiful couple. And they were following along all the content stuff. I mean, you could, I, you could see them mouthing 
the lyric to uh, if you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel mm-hmm. lost, he's a way maker. But we got to the song, there's always a place at the table. There's mm. a place for you to come home. Yeah, I love that. She had tears running down her face and put her head over on his shoulder. Yeah. And Gloria said, how was the program? And I told her, I said, the memory I went away with was this young couple, because we get kidded all the time about our older audience, and our older, older audience is an audience that used to be 20 and 25 and 30 when Gloria and I first started. And they grew old with you. And they grew old How with us. How wonderful is that? And, and so to me, I'm very grateful for our audience you know, who have come along with us, and, and we've been so honest about our relationship, you know, about the— <laughs> And you've been one of the greatest helps, you know, simply saying, hey, they argue like any couple argue, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's, it, it is so helpful in communication to be honest. Just right. To, just to be honest. But I I get kidded by my friend Rodney Cummings is always telling me, boy, you got an audience. I said, Rodney, it's because we've been loyal to them and they've been loyal to us. Mm-hmm. For, for 50 years. But it's also fun in our crowds today to see some younger people, you know, some uh, kids and grandkids that come along. Well, you're surrounding yourselves with young men, and that's smart. Uh, you know, one thing, you, you're talking about things that I said that you liked. I want to tell you a few things you said that I liked. I remember you telling me one time, High water raises all ships, and I know that's not original probably, yeah, but that's one thing I've appreciated about you and watching you is you have always surrounded yourself with people who are in their areas more talented than you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and that is so smart. I mean, I don't know why everybody can't see that because, Bill, if you had not surrounded yourself with great singers, you'd still be teaching school. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Because <laughs> yes. songwriting, you really can't probably make a living. I mean, you could have. But, I mean, I, I just I don't understand. If I was a young person, and I could, of course, and here I am, I'm 61. I'm not a young person. But if I could get young people to get one thing that I've seen you do so well is exalt everyone around you and surround yourself with people more talented than you, people smarter than you, people who know more about certain things than you do. And 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 what what, what you have done is you you were the leader, even though you weren't as good a singer as Sandy Patty. You sure. weren't sure. Uh, the sure. songwriter Dottie Rambo is because she did both. You yeah. needed Gloria. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you surrounded your Vestal, Howard, uh, George, and yet you were the leader. How, what do you think? Why do you think all these talented people, myself included, have trusted you so much in uh, to lead us like that and have great results? <laughs> well, uh, I I take joy in finding what I call the sweet spot of of the other person's talent. You know. I mean, some people like David can just thrill you on the high B flats and C's, and and you know, you know, and and doing all of that. But you take a Wes, 
he can get in the middle C section and the E flat and the Fs and melt your heart. I, I call Wes butter. And my job, and, 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 and then a Reggie comes along with this beautiful blending voice and can do a lot of different kind, uh, kinds of things. Or a Michael English who is an original of their originals. I mean, they're, I, 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 everybody else sounds like somebody. Michael was, an, and now was he influenced by Michael uh, 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 McDonald? I'm sure he was, some other singers. But, Russ Taft. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but the bottom line is... He was an original. He wasn't. So, so you find his sweet spot. You know where he's not comfortable. And, and to me, that is called coaching. Uh, you know, and it's brilliant. Well, and, 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 and you find it, and you play to his strengths or her strengths. You and do, you do your best to keep those of us who think we have other strengths from exposing them. Like, we, <laughs> you are good at, no, we don't want you to sing that song. We want you to sing this song because you know what song you need, when and where, and all that kind of thing. And I've seen, I don't want to say who, but I've seen artists like me and others who have uh, um Thought we, you know, at times we were really bringing the crowd. And so we go off on our own and we have maybe a, a tenth of that crowd. I think it's good that we know that, I mean, even you aren't stupid enough to go out and do a night of only Bill Gaither. Absolutely. You don't have preachers all the time say, Bill, how can I get you to come to my church? I said, wait, halt right there. Yeah. You don't want me to come to your church. You yes. want me to come and bring all these talented people who, who, who for some reason, tend to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, tend together around us. I, I, uh, I got a phrase for per, uh, for uh, for any of us, including Bill Gaither, including Mark Lowry, who try to do things that we that we really should not do. I, uh, I call that uh oh. You've gone past your anointing. Oh, yeah. You've run past the solution. I love that. Yes. But, but, but when a ball player plays within his limitations, yes. and, and when a singer sings within his limitations, you know, and every now and then maybe. Uh, uh, you try, know where try, I first experienced that? What, My where? first time at Praise Gathering, you turned me loose, and it was the most magical night of my life. Up to that point, I'm sure yeah. if I thought hard, I'd find others. But up to that point, yeah. that was the most. Yeah. 11,000 people in the round laughing in my direction. I'd yeah. never yeah. heard anything like it. Okay, now, fast forward to the next year. I'm thinking, I mean, I was young, right? I was 30. And yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I want to continue those stories, you know? And I yeah. kind of pressure you into letting me do it. Yeah. It didn't go over as well. I don't remember I, that. I do. <laughs> Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I, and I and I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, I need to sh shut up and step back." And you know, I mean, and it took time because I still th will think something will pop in my brain on that stage, and I go, "I want to do this so bad right now." And there have been times when I've done it, and at times it may work, and but if it doesn't work, oh my gosh, then you go, "Oh, you know." But um, it's best at a Gaither show. To relax and just follow, <laughs> I, I think. Well, well that, uh, let me tell you this: there are nights uh, when I when I've come off this uh, the platform, and I said, you know what? I went one, and sometimes 
it's this. I went one serious song too long because I wanted to get in another serious idea. And the audience that night had taken all the serious ideas they could take in right. one night. Yeah. And, and what is so tempting when you have a good crowd, by a good crowd, I mean, they're just hanging on every word you're doing. They're laughing at stuff that really is, I, I didn't, would think would not be right. There. Right. And, there's, and, and when they sing, they raise the roof. Yeah. You don't want to let them go, do you? (laughs) You don't want to let them go. And every time I've done that, I said, okay, remember, these are real good, nice, kind people. Do not take advantage of them by staying here another five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, Mm. or, or one more story or one more song. Sometimes it's best to sing the doxology and go home. home. (laughs) Right. Mark, it's always a joy talking with you, and this time we got it on tape. My goodness. One more way of you preserving your legacy. You are going to be living so far after your your demise. We (laughs) will be putting up with you for years to come, Bill Gaither. I do hope. <laughs> I do hope somebody will come along and say, "What has happened in the past is very important." It's interesting that we're talking right now because for the last two weeks, Gloria is going through a lifetime of family pictures, and she's categorizing. And we got tubs of family pictures. I bet. And I said to her this morning, I said, "Honey." Of all the things you've done this year, this is probably the most important because it. We only learn by where we have been. I I, I read history like Mark. Since uh, since you've been gone, the last ten years, I've read more history than I've read in my entire life, mm. and it's just great to see what made those early pioneers, both men and women, tick. And, and and the contributions that they made, they did some things right, they did some things wrong. But we learn from history. And, uh, and back to the new songs, I'm glad the church was open to new music oh, in yeah. 1960 when we came along. And I'm glad they're still finding a place for Jesus Messiah, hmm. name above all names. I'm glad they're making a place for a song like that that's got a triplet feel and got a little driving beat behind it, but it's still a devotional song. And uh, uh, I'm glad for all that. But I don't want it to crowd out the things of earth will dim and lose their value. Yeah. If we recall, they're just borrowed for a while. Yes. And, And things of earth that cause this heart to tremble, finish it. Remembered there will only bring a smile. But until then, my heart will go on singing. What a great song. Until then, with joy, I'll carry on. Until the day my eyes behold. That city until Until the day God God calls me home. Oh, 
my Lord, I forgot about that one. I am so thankful I can remember lyrics. My poor brother can't remember lyrics. All lyrics I can, I you know, you've been oh, yeah. on the bus. <laughs> I'll recite you lyrics. You know on, one that I remember you reciting years ago that made you cry every time you recited it. Yeah. He knew me, yet he loved me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he whose glory makes the heavens shine. <laughs> so unworthy of such, of such mercy. mercy. When, when he, he was on the cross, the cross I, was I was on his mind. his mind. I remember when that one came out, you just sit on the bus and cry. Well, you know, that old concept, he knew me. Yet he loved me. (laughs) (laughs) So there, there, the old evangelist who used to look at me and say, he knows everything you're doing. He scared me to death. But when that writer said, he knew me, yet he loved Loved me. me. I I, I told the old evangelist, Get out of my memory. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I'll tell you why he was watching everything you do. He loved you so much he couldn't take his eyes off of you. <laughs> Mark why. Lowry, I love you, my friend. And uh, and and thanks. You know, I, uh, I, I mean, these moments are still important. The crazy thing about doing this podcast is we'd be talking on the phone doing the same thing if nobody was recording. If nobody, it, so. we've done this a million times. I know. <laughs> hey, tell me this. When will it air? I mean, when will it be available? Uh, is your podcast already available? Nope. Because it's not available. You need to let me know when it is, and I'll push it on my show. Sure, sure, sure. We're, we're putting together back to back, just moment. You know, if, uh, I think each section is about 30, 35 minutes of just rambling like this, and yeah. I love it. I do too. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, People love it because they feel like they're listening in on a, on a yeah. you could call it a party line. Yeah, you know, and, and you remember the and, time, back in the day when there'd be party lines. You'd pick up the phone, you could hear the all the stuff going on in the neighborhood. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. I not only remember it. My grandmother was out in Scotts Edition, and her phone number was three nine zero ring three. Okay, I still remember that yeah. nineteen forty eight. Now, Grandma never and and Zetty Smith's number was three nine zero ring two, and and wow. uh, and Lily's number was three nine zero ring one, and there was a three nine zero ring four. Now, Grandma said, Grandma said she. <laughs> She said, "Was that was that was that my number or my?" She knew what three was, but oh. she but she pick, she pick it up, and I see her lips go, "My my my my." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's crazy that stuff. So three nine three nine. Well, you know, Aunt Luke and Uncle Kitten, they had a party line. That's where I first yeah. discovered it. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing like a and, and 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 when that party line went away, and also when real operators, you know, they they would plug you in, oh, yeah. and and the operator knew what was going on in the city and in the county, not much beyond the county, right? And, 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 unless it was originating from from our little town. Isn't well, this fun? is good. Hey, hey, Mark, what else is uh, uh, you you having good days? Oh, I'm loving my life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining me for this episode of More Than the Music. For details on the Gaither Vocal Band tour dates, 
the latest Gaither music releases, and much more, visit us online at gaither.com. This is Bill Gaither signing off until the next edition of More Than the Music. Thank you.